Welcome to the Trinity Force Podcast. Our sponsor is Moxie and Zen. If you head over to moxieandzen.com slash tforce and use the code tforce, you can get 20% off of your order on premium, high quality, and inexpensive boxers. They're made from bamboo to help wick away the sweat, which leaves you feeling fresh. Also, make sure to check out our Patreon, where we have a multitude of different perks. Anyone that signs up for the $5 tier will receive first dibs on any and all tournaments that we host. We'll send out an early access email so you can be at the front of the line to sign up and get onto the rift. The $10 tier will grant you access to special interviews or podcasts that we do. Additionally, $10 will grant you one replay review per month from the podcaster of your choice. Just download the replay file and send it to us via email or private Discord message. With the replay review, you'll get the insight and expertise that the podcasters bring, which will help you optimize each phase of the game. The $15 tier will unlock one live coaching session per month from the podcaster of your choice. Let us know who you'd like to talk to, and we'll set up a way for you to stream your game to them as a member of the podcast walks you through your game. And finally, the $50 tier We'll grant you a one-time guest spot on the podcast where you will be able to give your input on the show agenda and be live on the podcast with the rest of the Trinity Force crew. The money that we collect from Patreon not only helps keep the lights on, but helps to pay for better equipment and promotional materials. If you have any questions for the crew, shoot us an email at qu- uh, questions at trinityforcepodcast.com. You can also head over to our website, www.trinityforcenetwork.com. There you can find a link for our Discord, old episodes, and other Trinity Force Network podcasts. You can also visit our subreddit, r slash tforce network, our Twitter, at tforce network, our YouTube page, youtube.com slash c slash trinity force podcast, or on Twitch at twitch.tv slash tforce podcast, where we're regularly streaming tournaments, community game nights, other league games the podcasters are playing, and even other games occasionally. Finally, on Tuesday nights, make sure to join us in our Discord at 7.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we will be playing and often streaming on Twitch, Community Game Night, for some fun pre-made games and in-house custom matches. Welcome to the Trinity Force Podcast. Yo, it's that Triforce cast beaming straight to your home. Grab a beer so we know Pony drinking alone. Send an email, a quick tweet, just pick up the phone. Leave a message, hit the beep if you're a creep, watch your tone. Discuss the meta game, patch notes, whatever helps your stats most. Obi Pwn Kenobi is your last hope to snatch gold. So grab your headphones and join in the fun. We'll try and force in some jokes and some cringeworthy puns. Yo, we can make it together, people. Trinity Force Podcast. These boys are second to none. Now that's the end of the intro. It's time we've begun.
Hello, everyone, to episode number 830 of the Trinity Force podcast. I am your host, N.A. Eric, and tonight we are talking through patch 13.22 or 22 notes, um, most recent patch to hit the rift, and it's me and John and a new voice on the podcast, Colin, so we'll be all hitting that together. But um, yeah, I guess we should talk about the new person in the proverbial room, since we're all in three different rooms and not in the same geographic location. Colin, welcome to the podcast, man. Hello, thanks for having me. We're ha- glad to have you here. We're a little, we've been a little low on people in uh, recent weeks and stuff, so we're glad to add back into the roster of podcasters. So thanks for coming on. Um, so I guess, so the viewers can get to know a little bit about you. Uh, how'd you first get into league? Yeah. So it was probably the end of either 2016 or 17. My, my, a bunch of my friends were playing it and they told me to play it. I said no for a couple months and eventually they broke me. And then I played a Rams for like two years, loved it. And then finally got into norms. Okay. So you, uh, almost held off being able to be sucked in. But yeah, but I got sucked in and I've been stuck here ever since. Yep. A familiar tale. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, so how'd you find the community or the podcast? Like, I don't know what some people find the podcast first and they find the discord or vice versa. How'd you end up finding your way here? So originally I was just uh, looking to get a little better at league. So I was just looking for a podcast and I found the four awards first and I listened to that for probably a year and a half. And then I swapped over to the T-Force podcast for the last year and a half. So and, Okay. Yeah. So have just curious, have I been the host the whole time you've been listening? Yes. You have been oh, the sweet. main host. Whoop, whoop. Okay. <laughs> cool. Um, have we helped you at all get better at the game? Um, I'd say so, mainly because I just actually know what's happening from the patch notes because I never read them, and I didn't know what changes were happening at all. <laughs> so now I'm more up to date with the game and can adjust my playstyle accordingly. Gotcha. Those are helpful to know what's changing in the game. Yep. Um, okay. So then, when I reached out to you to ask if you wanted to be a podcaster, what made you say yes, other than schedule working out for when we record? Um. I wasn't sure if I put it at first, but uh, I was talking to my girlfriend about it, and she was just, when I was explaining it to her, she was like, yeah, you seem really excited about it, and like, you like clearly want to do this, and then that was like the little push I needed, and then I just messaged you, said yes, and here we are. Sweet. Nice. Okay. So, league-wise, then, uh, what, uh, I guess, what's your favorite champion to play? Because I know you're a Hecarim main. Oh, yeah. Is he your favorite champion to play? Um... um... I, or who is your favorite champion to play and why? Uh, he he would be number two. Kais is my favorite. I love the kit, the the movement speed, and the invisibility on E. If you can go AP too and just one shot people from across the map, and I just love her kit. So she would be the my the funnest champion in the game, in my opinion. Sure. So okay. really so fun. You enjoy uninteractive gameplay. Then <laughs> <for the other laughs> game. Yes. It's not always W Max and AP. No, I know it's not. It's situational and depending, unless it's Aram, in which it is, in which case it is always usually AP. AP. And WMAX. Yeah. It's really nice. She is. I also notice in this in this patch notes we still don't have an Aram nerf to her W. Still nothing. It'll never come. It probably it, won't. That bitch is so overpowered in Aram. <laughs> most popular to get rolled too. Yep. There's one day I had her four games in a row, like not me personally, but in my game, I was just like, okay, this, I've had enough of this. Yeah. Yep. 
Okay, so we talked about your most favorite then. What's your least favorite champion to play or play against and why? Uh, I'm just going to go with Yumi. It's just... It's a, it's a 5v4 when champs is not there and someone's buffed a bit. <laughs> it just It's really boring to me. Like I've played in ARAMs and in one norms and just... It's just so boring. <laughs> like You don't play the sure. game, in my opinion. Yeah. I think... It, uh, in, I, d- I definitely agree. I mean, a lot of the player base agrees that they hate Yumi. Um, shocking. But uh, <laughs> in her current state, it's a lot less interactive than it has been in the past, or a lot less powerful. She's in a pretty shit spot. But um, yeah, I've I've grown to not enjoy playing her more over time, though I used to like playing her quite a bit. Yeah, I'd say with her, like the her heel turning into a shield, big nerf in my opinion. A lot less fun. Okay. Um, cool. So then I guess we'll just hop into the patch notes. Um, okay. So like I said, this is patch 13.22, and there are a good amount of changes. It's not as beefy as some of the last ones that we've dealt with, but there are quite a few changes. So the first one is to Brand. His passive mo- monster damage modifier is going up, and E damage is also going up. So the monster damage on his passive, last patch it went from 120 to 220, like 120% to 220%. Now it's 220% to 230%, so a small buff. Uh, and then the uh, the damage on the E is going up in base and in ratio, so the ratio is going up from 50% AP to 60%, and then the base damage is changing from 65 to 165. Uh, now it is 60 to 180, so it is just as powerful at rank two in base damage. And then after that, it is more powerful. Um, so that's what they're doing with Brand. This is to make him a little better in the jungle because while I'm sure we've all been seeing him, statistically, he's one of the worst junglers. He was the worst for a while, but uh, he's, yeah, last patch, he was the second worst jungler um, statistically. I'm going to look and see who the worst one was. My guess is Nefiri, but um, what do we think about these changes then? John, what do you think about these brand changes here? I think, I mean, they're just making Brungle stronger. So, I mean, I'd love to try it. I haven't tried it yet. Uh, I mean, I've seen the clear. I mean, it looks really good. So, I mean, this is just going to help that even more. Um, I think it's interesting, though, that they're making... uh, mid and jungle trying to make mid and jungle his best roles I just don't really I think that's just a odd thing to do in my opinion because I used to traditionally think of him as a support but I don't know why they're trying to do it but I mean we'll see I think he's going to be pretty good I mean I think his like currently brain jungle is like 50% like in gold plus. So, uh, let me look. It's, uh, I guess, emerald plus, it's 48.3 Okay. on this patch. If I look plat plus, there isn't a gold plus on the site that I use, but plat plus, he's, I'll find him. Let's see. Um, plat plus. 49.2. Yeah, so, but, no, shocking. Brand is better the lower down you go, especially brand jungle, because there's less intelligent uh invading and counter jungling which brand is susceptible to early yeah i mean i just think that makes him a little less susceptible i mean he'll just be a little help us clear out a little bit 
Yeah. I don't know. I think Brent, mid-brand will be pretty good, too. Mid-brand has been good for some time, and you just barely ever see it, but it is very good. Uh, I mean, matchup-specific, obviously, but when it works, it's fantastic. You can't move him out of lane if you don't get like serious damage on because of he has so much mana regen in his passive. It's like 30 mana every unit that he kills or something insane. It's crazy. On like his, it's like his E passive or something. I'll find it real quick. Because then he can also like um, not have to uh, worry about dipping into like mana runes, like presence of mind or like mana flow ban, and just take other stuff. Yeah, killing an enemy afflicted with a blaze, so any of his um, spells, or with an ability restores thirty to fifty based on level mana. Crazy. So thir at level one, he's restoring 30 per uh, per minion. So if he kills, I mean, and his abilities are not that expensive either. His Q is always 50, his W is 60 to 100, and his E is 70 to 90. So three minions, and he is already made a profit level one on his W. That's nuts. Yeah, mana doesn't exist for Brian. Nope. Okay. Colin, any thoughts on Brand Jungle and these changes? Um, I mean, it's nice for everybody, like support and mid. I'd say I think that's pretty big. That uh, extra damage on E, and then it's kind of weird that they increased the monster damage when they already put it up a hundred and whatever percent. But yeah, I mean, I it's gonna help them either way. Good, for, good for Brand players. Yep, and good for yeah, good for brand players, whether they're jungle or not. If you're mid, now you can more easily dip in and take Raptors or someone else at the camp. Yep. So, okay. Um, John, do you want to take Briar? Yeah, sure. The, uh, the menace on the rift, the, the newest menace. So her Q damage and armor shred decreased, and her R damage decreased. So the Q physical damage... Um, Looks like it's going, like the base damage was 60 to 220, now it's 60 to 200. And the uh, AD scaling is staying the same. And then the armor reduction she gets on her Q, um, it was 10 to 26%, now it's 10 to 20%. And then on her R, the um, little bit of a decrease on the base damage as well and then pretty big difference on the scaling so it was 150 scaling to 500 now it's 150 scaling to 450 and then it used to be 110% bonus AD and 110% bonus AP and now it's 75% bonus AD and 110% bonus AP so I've never seen any AP briars but yeah, yeah, she's. I'm gonna look right now to see what her ratios are because that intrigued the me. The E well. is has a good AP ratio. I know. She has a really good one on her E. Yeah. Can uh, almost one shot. 100 percent AP on the max, and then plus the bonus magic damage, it goes up to. It gets like total can be 340 percent AP, but her Q and her W don't have anything. Nor does her passive. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I mean, this is a needed nerf. In my it opinion. Is. And with that, she's still the second best jungler. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's still strong. Yeah, her win rate actually dropped by 
1%. It went from 52.11 to 51.98 so far. And she already has 30,000 matches, so it's not like this is really going to move that much. Yeah, she's still strong. plat plus. That's a good, good nerf, though. Either way. I'm happy with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like these are this. This is what they did to Aphelios when they first released him. They do incremental nerfs to slowly make him, uh, make the champion less and less overpowered in the overall kit. And then eventually they're gonna hit on the part that's making her be so strong, which is gonna be probably her bleed or I mean it's the W Chomp really too. The W second cast. I, yeah. That's my personal opinion about where her power really lies. I think the bleed is really strong. I'm happy with the nerf just because she's like a, a stat check champ. Like she'll just run at you. It's what she does. So yeah, for sure. It's like it, very it's true. It's very frustrating to play against when she's ahead. Yep, as we saw on community game nights. <laughs> yep, and as you see in any game where you're playing with a fellow community member, Grandma, because he loves to play. Uh, he loves to play Briar. Okay, Colin, do you want to take Dr. Mundo for us? Yeah, uh, Mundo's getting uh, E-passive change. Uh, passive bonus damage is going, it was 2 to 3%, uh, and now it's 2 to 3.4%. So what is the scaling off? Is the scaling off his uh, max HP? I believe this is scaling off his missing missing, missing health. Missing health, percent okay. of missing health. Um, Although this might just be passive, like, with ability level. Let me look at the wiki real quick. Yep. Well, either way, uh, it seems like it's a good buff for Mundo. I don't see Mundo in, like, any of my games, and he did, like, his win rate's up two, almost two percentage points from uh, last patch. So it's, yeah. it's yeah, good for him. Yeah, for sure. He, because also, uh, last patch, I mean, he got nerfed. Oh, he did. And then his, Heavily. yeah, because he was so, good yeah, the 13, previous 20, patch before that, he was really good. Yeah, so 1320, he was a 52% win rate. 1321, it dropped to 48, so he went down 4%, and now they've hit a middle ground at 50. Yep. They're just, That's I think they... Bounce him out. Yeah. He was definitely hurting pretty badly from that, but I'm glad they changed, basically just reverted some of the E, um, AD nerf. Yeah, so his E, the part that they're changing, is just passive bonus AD, and it's a percent of his maximum health is what he's getting. And then the thing that I was missing with missing health is when he uses the active, when he actually hits them with the book or the phone or whatever skin you're using, um, then it's increased, the damage is increased by 0 to 40% based on his missing health. So... Make him stronger. Yep. I don't see Mundo in too many games, though. He does not have a high pick rate. No. I miss old Mundo. I liked him a lot more. <laughs> That's like when he bashes his head on the towers. <laughs> yeah, that yep. is. Or just like him, him doing like a two or two and a half minute clear or something insane. Oh, that was so much fun. I have two S tokens to get Mundo to Mastery 7 but I hate the new Mundo, so I don't want to <laughs> play him and and get the... I mean, like, I'll play it a little bit, but I'll probably end up getting it in, like, a fucking ARAM or something, get the last S token to get him to Mastery 7. Old Mundo's uh, jungle clear was disgusting. Disgusting. So good. Would not be good yeah. now with his W, or is his W's worse than before? For the 
It's a lot yeah. worse than before. But it, he, he would have an even healthier clear now, given how the jungle's so healthy. And all of his stuff was AoE, so or I guess his W was, and that was the main thing that was clearing. So, yeah, he could he would still be able to fly through the jungle right now. So, okay. Um, next champion we're talking about is Gragas. And by the way, I did look it up, and Gragas was actually the worst jungle champion last patch, uh, worse than Brand. So, um, <laughs> Gragas is getting two uh, two changes here. So the E cooldown reduction is increased. And the R travel time decrease. So um, E body slam cooldown refund on hit. It used to be a flat three seconds. Now it's forty percent of the remaining cooldown. And uh, basically, they did the math for us. So it used to be always three. Now with only one level in the um, with only one level in the ability, it's five point six second refund. With two levels in, it's five point four then 5.2, 5, and then 4.8 all being given back. And then that changes with Ability Haste, of course, as well. Um, and then his R, the travel time was 0 0.55 seconds. Now it's 0 0.5. That really just seems like they're smoothing out a number. That was weird to me. Um, this is a buff, technically, on his E. The R is basically nothing, because when are you ever going to find a situation where those 0 0.05 seconds of travel time is going to make a difference. Hardly ever. Like, no one has the... Like, I don't think that that would matter as much. Maybe if we're playing in an environment where we're at, like, 9 or 8 ping, then perhaps, but in NA or in most regions, like, when you're into 20, 30, 50 ping, you just can't react... You're, you can't react in that small 0 0.5... 0 0.05 seconds worth of time to make this make a difference. This seems like it's mostly a nothing buff to me. Yeah, it seems like yeah. a small compensation buff for him getting absolutely ruined. Yeah. I don't know. Well, uh, from e. what I saw, the, the E nerf, or the change, uh, it's to get rid of, like, uh, if you guys uh, impregnated Gragas when he has, like, 200 ability haste. Yeah. Yeah, so you can't permanently knock people up. Yeah, that was crazy. Yep. I saw that video. Those videos are ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, he can't do that anymore, but he will be, if, you, if you're only putting one point in E, or if you're not buying much ability haste, this is going to be a buff oh, yeah. uh, for Gragas E. It's just not that significant. So, yeah, his win rate did go up across the board a little bit. Not by much, but a little bit. Anyways, not much more to say with Gragas, I don't think. So, yeah. John, do you want to take Graves? Yeah, so... Graves, his uh, E bonus armor per stack is getting decreased. Um, it was 4, scaling to 16. Now it's 2, scaling to 14. So really level the first point into E is where I think it's going to be felt the most. But once you get some points into E, it doesn't seem to be that bad, in my opinion. It's a really pretty small nerf. So Yeah. Um... I think I'm very glad to see this. Gra Graves is my permaban right now, yeah. and is most of the time, unless he's terrible, then I switch to something else. But I'm happy to see this as a fanatical Graves hater. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I'm I'm also a permaban on Graves in my ranked games. Nice. It's just it's going to be nice in the early game fighting against them. Has yeah. only up yeah. to extra 16 armor. So. Yeah, I mean, also I think that if you're not coming out of your jungle as Graves with full stacks. 
or at least six. Something's wrong. Like, yeah, like you're just messing up. So, yeah, I mean, I definitely think that uh, this is a pretty small change, but I think, yeah, especially early because, I mean, you're not maxing E first, so. Yeah. Late- so far, this is a 1% nerf in winter. Yeah. Uh, That's surprising. That's surprising. I thought that it would have been smaller as well, but it is, and the pick rate is still quite high. It was, it's he's still being picked lot, almost fifteen yeah. percent of games. Yeah, because late game there's basically no change. Once you get that much armor, the little bit extra isn't going to do anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, does this affect his like healthiness in clear, John? Yeah, it can. Yeah, it does. I mean, because before you're coming out of you, it, you should be coming out of the jungle as graves with basically full health. Um, yeah, definitely. Maybe, maybe now it's ninety percent health or something. I don't think this makes a big difference though on that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so either. Because I mean, you're cutting the camps anyway, so like they're really not hitting you that much on top of that. Plus, you can knock back the the camps, so like they're like never hitting you if you're cutting them. Is, gra- is graves also taking flea footwork? I think he, his clear is still going to be fine, but a little bit nerfed. But, I mean, he's just going to take a little more damage. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's as much time as I want to give to Graves. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. I'll cover Janna since this is going to be an essay, folks. So. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, okay. Sit back. Get some water. This is going to be a lot popcorn. of stuff. So, there... Yeah, basically, yeah. Go to the bathroom, you know, take a shower, whatever. Um, so Jana, they're changing her playstyle back to what it was a bit. Uh, I don't know the last time that it was this, but I want to say a couple of years ago. So Jana's really good. Like in the blurb, they identify that she's very good in high skill in basically all skill brackets. She's very good in pro too. It's just that she doesn't. I don't find that she's fun. I don't think really anyone finds her fun. She's very annoying to play against, and she's good at what she does. But um, she's quite uninteractive in a lot of ways. Uh, And, yeah, so they're shifting away some of her power from her more, like, assistance abilities, the shield and the heal, things like that, to trying to be more uh, harass-y while still having those other capabilities like that she used to be before they made some changes a while ago. So now they, I mean, the main thing is they expect players to max Zephyr, her W, before E uh, and play an aggressive harass-based game. So her base stats are changing a bunch. So her attack range is going up by 50. So it's now 550. Her base mana is up by 10. Her mana growth is down by 14. Her health growth is up by 6. Armor growth is down by 0.5. Base AD is down by 5. AD growth is down by 0.5. And the attack windup was 22%. Now it's 20%. I'm thinking that means the attack goes off a touch faster um, when the actual missile flies out. So, okay. um, They're changing her passive. It used to be that Janna... no longer, oh, Janna no longer gains movement speed, bonus movement speed while facing allied champions. That's been removed. Now, Janna's basic attacks and W deal bonus magic damage equal to a percent of her bonus move speed. So it's at level one is twenty percent. At level two or level six, twenty five percent. Level eleven is thirty percent. Level sixteen, it's thirty five percent. 
Her Q, Howling Gale. The mana cost was 60 to 100. Now it's 90 to 110. The cooldown is up by 2 seconds, so it's all at all levels it's 14. The minimum damage was 60 to 160 plus 35% AP. Now it's 55 to 195 plus 50% AP. The maximum damage, maximum bonus damage, uh, was 45 to 105 plus 30% AP. Now it is 30 to 90 plus 30% AP. Zephyr, her W, uh, her cooldown, it was 12 on it. Now it's 9 to 7, scaling with ability level. The mana cost was 50 to 90. Now it's 50 to 70. The damage on the ability was 80 to 200 plus 60% AP. Now it is 55 to 195 plus 60% AP plus the Tailwind bonus damage that I went through on her passive. The slow duration that it slows enemies for was 3 seconds. Now it's 2 seconds. And now uh, the passive movement speed that it gives Janna is no longer removed while the ability is on cooldown. So that's really nice. And they're not touching her R, but there are some changes to her E as well. So the cooldown on her E, the shield, was 15 to 9, now it is 16 to 12. The mana cost was 70 to 110, now it's 70 to 90. The shield was 75 to 175, plus 55% AP, now it's 80 to 220, plus 55% AP. Shield duration was 5 seconds, now it's 4 seconds. The shield no longer decays, it sits there and then it flat disappears at the end of the time span and then uh janna no longer gains heal and shield power on cc which she used to get um, now reduce cool reduce the cooldown of your e by 20 percent of the remaining cooldown on slow or knock up max once per spell so you can reduce this by up to 60 percent of your remaining cooldowns if you land a q on someone and a w and you use your r that's the takeaways with that. So that's a lot of stuff. Um, I really like the, the direction that they're taking this with Janet. It's going to be more interactive. Her play rate, I think, is going to go up quite a bit. Um, she's going to be, I think, actually a bit worse in general, but a lot more fun to play, which is ultimately the goal. This is a game. That's my read on what this is going to be. Um, what do you guys think about this? Colin, when you read through this essay of Janna stuff, what did you think? <laughs> um, I think that's great that they buffed her W, honestly. 12-second cooldown for what Zephyr does is pretty awful. So going down to 7 seconds, with your because it's going to be your first max now, is really nice. Yeah. And then also the E, the fact that the shield doesn't decay, That's I think that's really nice. Even though you lose a second, like it not decaying is pretty great. And then the uh, the the cooldown reduction on two is nice, but um, and her passive actually has meaning again. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad that uh, there's going to be less cues coming out of her that just interrupt everything. <laughs> yeah, and uh, my my hunch was right. Her win rate has gone down by two percent. Granted, her play rate completely changed, and her pick rate d more than doubled. So this will change a bit, but she is for the time being a bit worse. Yeah, I I think they did a good job with this change. Um, I like the direction of it a lot. I think that, like you were saying, she just was not very fun and interactive to play against either. Um, so I think this does to, a little bit to help that. And then it's nice that they, um, like a few part of our kits that were kind of like unless you have played her a lot kind of hard to be cognizant of and to execute like the um i mean the passive the tailwind like with the move speed towards allies 
like facing them, and then also with the uh, like Zephyr, the passive move speed when it's uh, on cooldown, or when it's not on cooldown, you get the passive. I think that was like unless you play Janna a bit, it was kind of annoying to use. But so I like that they changed those kind of things as well. Um, yeah, and her W was just like not a very good ability before in my opinion so it's nice that she's getting some scaling cooldown reduction on that with uh with the points in yeah. and they're in, obviously incentivizing you to max w now so i think they also definitely lowered the skill floor for what it takes to be like a, a you know a serviceable janna now because before the most of her power was in I mean, it was in her e but it was also in her q and that's been changed a lot. It was in her like more defensive abilities, uh, and now it's more in her W than it was before. So the W is like the really the only interactive ability that you interact with enemies with uh, in close proximity. Because Q, you stand back, you put it in a spot, and then you see if you hit it when it goes off, unless you're like point and like unless you're insta clicking it to stop an engage or something. But it's I don't know. Yeah, I think that this is. Um, I think I really I agree that they did a great direction. They did a great job with this. To me, before she felt like a more boring, boring version of Brom, and Brom's already not that fun to play. Like he's very good at what he does, but he's very boring in my opinion. I agree. And so, but yeah, you literally just you do your your tornado bot like, N E yep. bot as like old Janna. Like I, I it it was just very uninteractive, but. The only thing that made Braum more interesting to me was, I mean, you have the Q, but you also, you're melee, so you have to manage your spacing. If Braum was ranged, it'd be the same fucking thing. And think, uh, I'm going to attack wind-up real quick. Um, that's just how long you have to stand still to get your auto-attack off. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Yep. I definitely think John? W, though, to its... Um, they did a good job of incentivizing you to max that ability first without making it overly strong. Because that could be a really annoying ability to play against because it has decent range. and um, Like, with her cooldown reduction now, it's she's going to be able to use it more. So, yeah, I think that was a good and balance to find. Be... And there's going to be builds more that instead of opting into Moonstone and Redemption and stuff, she's going to opt into, uh, like, you know, Comet and uh, Ludens or other Mage-style things to make that W hit harder. And Moby Boots are now going to be uh, back to being a must-buy, I think, on her. It also showed uh, on the website that people are taking Comet instead of Glacial. Because, I mean, you're slowing them constantly with W, so get more poke in. And it's a guaranteed comet since they are slowed, too. Makes sense. Okay. Um, well, Colin, do you want to take Cassante, one of the other menaces they've had a problem balancing? <laughs> yeah, I don't quite understand this, but his Q, uh, the required bonus health for minimum cast time is going from 1,200 to 1,600. So I'm guessing that once you hit that amount of bonus HP, your Q, it like it hits faster just like Yasuo and Yon with attack speed. Exactly. Yeah. Well, so it's I don't think that it 
hits faster. Like the animation's uh, quicker. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Because Yasuo and Yun, like, the whole thing is... I mean, it could be that the whole thing is faster, but I don't think when you have the minimum bonus health, or the, the minimum cast time, then it's, like, the Q3. I don't think that thing flies out faster. I think it's just, like, the, the animation to... Yeah, I, I think... I'm not sure about how it would actually work, but I don't know. I don't play much Cassante, so maybe I'm just speaking out of my ass here. But I do know that, yeah, it reduces the the cast time. I mean, the, I don't know if Cassante really needed this. Or wait, this makes it harder to get it off. So that, that's great. Yeah. That's a little nerf to him. I'm okay with this. His win rate still went up, though. <laughs> Dude, people are still learning how to play the new Cassante yeah, that's true. again. Yeah, Cassante just his kit has so much in it. It just it's kind of wild. So this is a nice little nerf, in my yeah. opinion. But m- no more more should be done. Yeah, and there's no way that he reaches the beginning of next season in this state, right? Because if he does, he's gonna be perma banned in every pro league. I mean, he's being picked a decent amount now too. So he's got a 13% pick rate and a 30% ban rate, and still a 51% win rate on this patch. For someone that's supposed to be a difficult to play tank, yeah, they, <laughs> that's a problem. Yeah, whenever they, they changed him, he can dash what three times in a row, go cr- uh, all the way across so, mid, yeah. or like ha- almost all the top. That's fucking stupid. He they they just need to remove some of the extra shit they give him. Just like like if you try to just describe Cassante to someone, it's like. He's like a tank that like also does damage. That's you know like can split. Like what can't has life steal. <laughs> like well, insect. Pull, you, yeah, he will insect your you. carry. <laughs> like what can he do? Yeah, there's yeah. not too much you can't do. Unstoppable. He has an ability that makes him unstoppable. Yep, shields, yep. dashes. Yeah. Uh, his Q has a slow and the knock into team. Yep. So, okay, what would you guys do to balance him then? So what would be a good way to... What would you strip out to try and balance him? Gosh. Um, so I have some thoughts. I'll go first, I yeah. guess, then. So I think a couple things on his E. I think that when he dashes to an ally, they don't get the shield. I think that when he is in all-out form, he can't dash walls with his E. Um so his E is kind of the same. Maybe the shield is a little stronger. I'm not sure what else changes with it. I think with his uh, make the cooldown of his all-out Q the exact same. I think it's a little shorter uh, when he's in all-out form, but make them the same cooldowns. Um, I think also they need to lower the base stats in the passive when he's in all-out form, like the percent bonus that he just flat does. I think he also needs to have a little less Omnivamp. Um, I also think that while increasing the power of his R at each level, the percent of health that he gives up should go up with each level. So it's a, it is very much a, um, a double-edged sword there. Uh, and I think those would be the changes that I first start with. And I think that would crater some of his win rate, but that's where he needs to be. That's fair. I didn't even know Cassante did half of those things. So <laughs> I, I feel like I'm gonna look him up right now. To yeah, sure. I feel like you have to have a PhD to, in this character to even be able to play him. Like they've not like he's hard to play, right? And then they changed everything in his kit. Like what two patches ago? 
It's just, it would be so hard to keep up yeah, with everything. Yeah, three patches ago. At level 16, his pa- uh, when he's in all-out form, uh, everything does 75% bonus damage. That's a lot of or, sorry, damage. Aut- or autos and the mark damage, which is whenever you land an ability on someone, then your next auto does an additional like percent of their target's maximum health. So that's 75% extra, and the bonus damage by consuming a mark is true damage. He doesn't need true damage. Just make that into physical. That's another thing. Attack speed, too. It is all out for him. Yeah, his Q's an auto reset, too, so <laughs> easy to get those off. The Q into the auto for yeah. the empowered, yeah. I, well, I'm okay with the auto reset. I it like makes sense. I, I, I don't know. Um, Go ahead. Uh, yeah, the change I would do to Kazanta is I would just get rid of the... This is just one change. Get rid of the slow on his Q. He builds Iceborne every game anyways. At least make him wait until his first item to slow you for an incredible amount every time he hits you. Because you just can't get away or from him. Or maybe lower the slow because I'm looking at it right now. Do you want to guess what the slow is? Oh, I was about to look. Um, 30%. It is 80%. Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> that's, that's insane. At, every, at level that's 1, insane. 80%. For, it's, it's a half second slow, but still, it's 80%. To give you, yeah, like make it scale with ability level or with percent, like with this champion, make it scale with percent armor and MR or something, like something else other than eighty at level one. Yeah, dude, that's, that's disgusting. fucking insane. What I did not realize. The only 80. champions that get that high of slows are what, like Zillion and Nasus on their abilities, but those are like when you have four points in that ability. Yeah, or if you're a melee care AD character and you build Prowlers, like. It's close to Prowler's level slow. I mean, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. My god. Maybe then his second, and maybe his first Q doesn't slow and his second one does. But then there's still the knockup on the third. On top, yeah. <laughs> and, then the, and, then the, and then the third one does the knockup, yeah. The knockback. I don't know. I also feel like his damage on his Q should not scale so hard with his resistances. Because, I mean, I don't know. He, like, this... I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't change that. Maybe I would raise the mana cost of Q a little bit as well. Because I know it is the ability he's, like, spamming. You but... don't want it to be 15 mana at every level? Yeah. F- like, that's... It that doesn't seems even silly. increase. Wow. Yeah, that that seems... It is. Yeah. 15 mana at all levels. Like, it's such a good ability. And, it, I mean, he it does spam it, so it can't be super high cost, but... I don't know. It is. It doesn't do. Uh, I mean, to give it a little bit of credit, when he's weakest is early in lane, and he doesn't have that good of mana stats, and it does very little damage at level one. It does thirty damage with a little bit of percent AD, percent bonus armor and bonus MR. So it's basically doing like thirty-five damage level one. But that's that's not the point. It's what it scales into. Yeah. And plus, even in the early game, it's a auto reset too. Yeah. Maybe make his W so that it's not you can't cast it early. Once you start to cast it, you have to cast the whole thing. So instead of being a minimum of 0.75 seconds up to 1.5 seconds, you're always charging for 1.5 seconds, and you're gonna dash the full direction, full duration in whichever dash, in whichever direction you're going in. I mean, the cooldown is really long on his W, but they could change how it works whenever he goes all out because like the cooldown just refresh right away and there could just be like a flat reduction instead of the full thing because like you press w then i and w again it's kind of strange yeah, it seems kind of 
crazy to me that you can be unstoppable, push R, and then just be unstoppable again. Like, you just can't be attacked for, <laughs> for however long. Yeah. This is nuts. I feel like he, and then there was like the thing with his W and his E that there was the, I think they hot fixed it where he could like space glide with his W and E basically like it looked crazy in game too. Yeah, I, yeah, I see. It still that. looks like pros do that to me when I see it in worlds. Yeah, I'm like, it feels like they're just double dashing instantly. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's definitely fun to watch in pro. I, I enjoy watching him in pro. He is. But yeah, this is a character I feel like I hate playing against for sure like he's so obnoxious to deal with like he is relatively immobile but man he's still super annoying to deal with i just want someone to pick him at worlds and then someone and the opposing team to play a mage up top and destroy him <laughs> brand <laughs> Brand or I kind of want to play Lissandra top into this, like I played it into that Renekton. Uh, yeah, that that, that, that worked so really good. well. Yeah, that really was good. insane. <laughs> he did not have a good time. To that Renekton person, if you're listening, I apologize again. <laughs> yeah, that seemed not very fun at all <laughs> for him. No. no, it wasn't. But okay, anything else on? This monstrosity called Cassante? No. Uh, I, same thing with what you said, the Graves. We talked about him enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's move on to someone who doesn't get much attention, but pr I don't like seeing them either. Cassadin. So Cassadin's E damage has been decreased, and the R non-stack damage has been decreased. So uh, the E force pulse, the magic damage was 60 to 180 plus 85% AP. Now it's 60 to 180 plus 80% AP. So the AP ratio went down by 5%. Base damage the same, that's it. The R, the zero stack magic damage, was 70 to 110 plus 60% AP plus 2% max mana. Now the base damage is the same, 70 to 110. The mana ratio is the same, 2% max mana. The AP ratio went from 60% AP to 50%. Um, and then I think this is good because Cassidy has been very good, even though people don't pick him all that often. I mean, I guess he's in a decent amount of games, but he's been one of the best mid laners for quite some time. And, uh, I mean, matchup specific, because it's Cassidy, but when he doesn't have a terrible matchup, he's terrifying, uh, if you know what you're doing. So, I'm glad to see this nerf. Cassidy is not fun to play against. Colin, what do you think? Uh, I think it's a good nerf. I, I like that they changed his R for the first, like, zero stack R, because, like, that really shouldn't do damage. Like, he can press it once, at least, and then, you know, then it can go off. But taking a bit of, uh, away from his late game's nice with how common games are going to late. That's good. Yep. His win rate also did drop by, like, 0.6%. So it's down a little bit, which is good. Yeah, I feel like I have... John? John? Like, I think this is a good nerf, uh, first off, and then... I mean, I don't know. I feel I mean, I feel like Cassidy is like one of those characters where, like, I have, like, a mental block with having him on my team because I feel like he just doesn't do anything. Like, and he, I feel like every time someone picks him, it's not a good matchup for him. Like, they'll just blind him, and I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> and then someone plays Akshan. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Yeah, and then he just, yeah, Nefiri. Like, I just, I feel like Pantheon, Nefiri. 
Aurelia, Talon, Talon like just Zed. absolutely any, of the, any AD, yeah. And it's like I can't do anything to help him really. I mean, all mm, I he's already died is, twice. Yeah, like I don't know, and I hate having to play to like hard protect my mid laner that early, like. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I just need to get better at playing with Cassidy, but I think this is a good overall change because when he is has a good matchup or they're just really good at him and know the matchups really well and how to play it, it is just absolutely terrifying once he gets a couple items and gets comes online like in mid to late game, especially once he gets Roa. Yeah, and like once Roa's ticking, and Seraphs. Yeah, once he has Seraphs, it's just like so hard to kill him, and he does an absurd amount of damage. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely those two items. people that take it crown and then build like a bunch of extra AP on top of that and then are still one shotting you. Like you picked crown. How is this possible? Yeah, it but yeah, I definitely like that they did the uh, zero stack change cuz that that just seems silly to me, right? Like he's like especially when it was pretty pretty early and he didn't have uh like that many items like I don't know. It, it, like I've definitely had a, quite a few times where he his first R just does like half your health if you're a squishy champion. So I definitely think yeah. putting I mean, more it still does it still does seventy damage plus some AP. Yeah. So it still does. Oh something. yeah, it's wasn't huge, but it it's is really nice. not. It's it, really not that much of an it. It just wastes his mana yeah. to early game. I would say. Yeah. Because like he doesn't want to go in with that first one. Yep. Also, uh, the Cassidy to me. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say Cassidy to me is a lot like Vladimir. Most people don't know how to play them well, but when you see someone that's good, it's utterly terrifying. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, the Cassidy's that have been in my games are the ones who like to uh, not get to level sixteen or even eleven and just want to try and fight pre six for some reason. That's a oh. interesting play style. <laughs> I feel like this yeah. emphasis on the first three letters of that yeah. word. Yeah. <laughs> We're, uh, it seems like we're getting the same cast into our game. Yeah. <laughs> they just do, it feels like they just don't do anything the whole game. And then hopefully you just pray that they get a shutdown and start selecting yeah, the right Yeah, and then they do everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah. it's frustrating. All right, well, next one we have is Neela. So, John, do you want to take yeah. Neela? So, Neela, she has been a strong performer for a long time. So, she's getting hit with a mini nerf here. So, her Q bonus attack speed is getting decreased. Her R damage over time is getting decreased. And the maximum total damage on it is getting decreased as well. So, her Q bonus attack speed... Uh, was 10 scaling to 60% based on her level, and now it's 10 to 50%. And then her R, the damage over time, um, the base damages are unchanged, but the scaling is going down from 112% to 80% of her bonus AD. And then the uh, R, maximum total damage, uh, base damage is untouched, and but the scaling is going from two thirty two percent down to two hundred percent of her bonus AD. Um, yeah, I mean, I just feel like she's been good for a long time, but she's not very popular, I guess. And I don't know. I don't. I feel like she was a not very popular champion release. 
I feel like I don't see her very much. I don't either. She has a, I mean, she has a round of three percent pick rate for the past several patches. Just I don't know. Like, it does feel bad. I, like it just feels bad playing a melee character, eighty carry sometimes. I mean, that's just I guess the reality of it. It's just tough early. If yeah, but if you're paired with the right support and it's not a horrible matchup, you can. Once you hit, I mean, you'll hit level six before your opponents. So you can, or level three or something. You can really make a, a turn on them quite easily. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some of the pairing, like some of her pairings, are really good. Like, and her passive is just so good, in my opinion, with the, just everything in her passive, really. Um, the heals and shields from everyone yeah, around that, you too, and then yeah. also the experience. Like, so yeah, like you're saying, yep. if she has like a good pairing, I feel like Tarek is pretty good with her. Soraka. Fantastic. Seems pretty good with her. It's hard to... Yeah. It's hard to do anything against her with those two, which is annoying. So it's hard to take advantage of her weak early game. Senna's quite good, too. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. I don't really see it that much. I mean, I think she was definitely really strong, and she has been, like they were saying, for a while, but... She still yeah. is. She has a 51.3% win right now, and last patch it was 52 and a half. Yeah. So she went down by a little bit, which you would expect with a nerf of this yeah. size. So, I mean, it's just a small nerf, and the I think the data shows that as well, so I don't really have too much more to add to that. I think you covered it on my end. Um, I would just say that I, I like the, the nerf to her art damage, because like, in certain team fights with comps, like her art can just do so much. You pair it with Oriana, Diana, any any of those like circle type characters and like the con they can just combo so well in one shot teams so like a little bit of damage away from that's nice yeah so what would be a five circle damage comp? you have you have diana jungle you have ori mid and then neela adc you can have Ken top. put ori on you could put ori on a support yeah maybe Kennen top and then uh a soul mid all right yeah that could work oh. but who's our jungler a uh, mumu diana <laughs> diana oh yeah Actually, yeah, Diana would be better. Yeah. Oreo with Nile Old sounds dirty. Oh, uh, it's, it's super good. Yeah, yeah, it sounds insane. But yeah, that's all I got. So. Okay, well, um, since you're done talking about Nila, do you want to take Ramus? Oh, I'd love to. Yeah, uh, Ramus is getting, uh, his W is getting buffed. The bonus armor is going up from 30 to 40, the, the base armor. And I find this buff kind of strange. It's a nice early game. I mean, late game, you're going to have 1,000 armor anyways, so it doesn't really make a difference. But the early game is nice because you usually aren't maxing out W unless you're like doing Babao's uh, top lane strategies. Um, and it's kind of weird that they buffed him, seeing how Ramus has been fairly good. And I mean, this put him up from what the tw flat to fifty one point four. The rank twenty one to rank three <laughs> in the jungle. Um, but I'm a fan of this. I love playing Ramus. Um, but into certain team comps, if you're against them, it's awful. Like Ramus is the strongest character in the game, easily. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for Ramus. Yep. Uh, I definitely agree with everything you said. And folks, if you want to play Ramus, don't blind him or don't pick him before <laughs> seeing at least the enemy jungler. Um, 
because they could pick a whole bunch of mages or people like Caitlyn and Janna would be a great one into it. Morgana, like I used to be a Ramus one trick. I know it's it can be really rough when people pick shit that you can't deal with at all. Yeah, um, and you also got to watch out for like the ADCs that can just build lethality and not build attack speed. You did it to me one game where you built Quinn, didn't take any attack speed, and you can do this on Caitlyn, uh, Samira, yep. Nyla. Yeah, exactly. And then, or some of them that can start to build into AP, like you'd think that Kaisa is a good pick, but then if she goes full, like on hit and AP, then it's really not that great. Cause even if you get on top of her, she has some attack speed, but it's not, she's not going to melt herself and you don't have that much MR generally as Ramus or uh, like I, I, it seems better than it is to pick it into master Yi. But when he, if he presses his E before you taunt him, he's doing a bunch of true damage to you, and he actually melts you a lot faster than you would think. Um, there's things like that as well. Yeah, he's not anywhere near as un, he's not anywhere near as blindable as he used to be in previous years. But he's still very good when the situation is right for him, as you can see with him being a 51.5% win rate. Yeah, I don't have really so, much to, to. I mean, this will help his everything to do with his W a little bit with his clear, and then ganking. I mean, but yeah, I think he's pretty bad into like AP burst. So stuff like Lilia. Yeah, or champions that can just fight through it, like a Diana or Trundle is horrendous. Yeah, Uranus, I can see that. Uh, stuff like that. Or Trindomir's not great because you can press R while you're uh while you have him taunted. And you're so, you're right. Trundle's slowly getting better too. Yeah, uh, Trundle so got hurt. To watch out for. A while back. Uh, Trundle was so good before they nerfed him. Yeah, he was just yeah, yeah, he was so I played a good bit of Trundle whenever he was really good. That, that felt if you're playing against like a AD melee character, like they just stand no chance. Okay, well, next we have Senna. So Senna's Q uh, damage and the healing has been decreased. So the uh, the base damage on the Q was 30 to 170 plus 50... Or, well, I guess the whole thing was 30 to 170 plus 50% bonus AD. Now it's 30 to 150 plus 50% bonus AD. And the healing was... Uh, I wasn't aware this had a lethality ratio on it, but uh, so it was... The ratios are all the same. The base is changing from 40 to 100 to 40 to 80. So... This is the same at level one, no changes. After you put more than one point into it, it slowly gets weaker with each ability level, but it's really not that big of a deal. Um, this is just going to stop her being, you know, she's now like 2% less strong, realistically, is what I'm thinking. If like before was 100% Santa level, now she's like 98 or something. She's really not that much different. Yeah, I think I this think is a small all. change. Uh, her win rate did drop by... Two like one point seven percent here so far, but I'm thinking just a lot of people are playing her and they're not playing her in the right spots. Myself included, I've been playing her on Nexus splits and it with mixed results. I think like I don't know because I think she was in really good before this nerf, so I definitely think that they might. I don't know, they might even. Need to do more. They're going to need to do more because her pick rate is almost 14% and she's still a 50.8% win rate. Like, she's too... She's too, like, conditional 
for that to be the case. Yeah, I agree. And like, I don't know, it didn't feel as risky. Like, I feel like she should be kind of risky to play too. Yeah. Yep, I got destroyed the other day playing, uh, playing into a Draven. Well, into Ooh. a Draven Lux leg. Yikes. It was Senna and um, Green Greeny was playing uh, support AD Shaco. So it was just like, yeah, I got destroyed. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at your misfortune, Eric. I just think that's. I feel like I have a. I wasn't playing misfortune. I was playing Senna. <laughs> oh, uh, I see what I did there. <laughs> that's the puns they're talking about. Whoa. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Seraphine, John, do you want to yeah, take her? Yeah, sure. The uh, the queen of the rift. Her passive damage is being adjusted. Her Q cooldown is being increased at lower levels, and then her W shield is getting decreased. So they did a bunch of changes last patch to her. Um, I think it made her W max in support pretty pretty strong. Um, so I think that's part of what the nerf is looking to do. But anyway, so her passive, the uh, damage per note um, is going down. Or no, it's going up from the base. Um and then the scaling is going down. So it was 4 to 25 based on level before, plus 7% AP. And now it's 5 scaling to 30 based on level plus 5% AP. Um, and then her Q, the cooldown, um, is getting increased. So it was 9 to 5 seconds. Now it's 10 to 5 seconds. And then her W, the surround sound, her shield... Um, the scaling is like remaining untouched, but her um, the scaling is going from twenty five percent AP to twenty percent AP. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I can tell you right now why they did this, even though they, I don't think they talk about it much in here at all. So uh, last patch, her ADC win rate was almost fifty five percent. And now it's 52 and a half. So it was because she was 55% in ADC, while in mid being 51% and support almost being 50. She was good in three roles and amazing in one of the roles. And the only champion who was better than her in ADC was Tom Kench, who was being paired with Senna. Pretty crazy. Yeah, I, I honestly, this is just my take. Like, I don't like her being a really good ADC. Like, Agreed. I just think it's it's super uninteracted to play against. Like, it's too easy for her to farm as an AD carry. Like, I don't know. I I don't. It just. And most people like playing her in support anyway. Like, her kit, I think, is... She was originally released as a mid laner, right? But, like, the last patch blurb was saying, like, most people like to play her in support in terms of popularity. So, I really think that they should just target and make her... Make that the most viable role for her. Like, I don't think AD carry should ever be her most 
like her best role. Yeah, support, she's about twice as popular as ADC. Support's also her worst role for win rate, surprisingly. Because yep. her kit's just, like, to me, that she just is a support, the way her kit's made. Yeah, but they made her so AP ratio reliant that she needs to be... Once she's funneled gold, it's absurd. Yeah. This, so, this is a good change, though, for that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that... I mean, I'm happy with this. Yep. Okay, uh, Colin, you want to take Tom Kench? Yeah. Uh, so his passive and acquired taste, the bonus magic damage is going down... Uh, only on the bonus health. It's going from 5% bonus health to 4% bonus health. They're just trying to really just trying to take away a bit of his power from the last patch where he got buffed with his W and his passive. So it's pretty good because like, Tom Kench is an absolute menace right now. Um, so I, I'm happy to see this. The, he's really good in top lane. He's insane as the ADC. So this is a, this is a nice change. Um, it's not that crazy. I mean, it's not that crazy, but like, it's good to have. You guys thoughts? Yeah, and I mean, I think that it's good. This does a lot. I mean, this does nothing for this does basically nothing for support specific Tom Kench when he's not going paired with uh, when he's not paired with Senna. So um, I think that that's good that they don't really hurt that. And um, since they nerfed Senna and they nerfed him a little bit, they're nerfing that pair because that pair was way too strong. Uh, and then in top lane, he was too strong as well. I don't think this really does... I mean, statistically, it's showing that it does some, but I don't think this is really the place to target in top lane. Um, so his win rate before in top was 52. Now it's 50 point like 50 and a third. So it actually made a difference in top. But I, I mean, who knows? That could just be... We have the, the worst end of the sample. Um, his bot win rate fell by 2% as well, and his support win rate went, uh, it actually went up a touch. So I don't know. I think that I like this as a nerf. Really, though, if they're trying to keep him away from being too strong outside of being a support, change things like his W when he hits someone refund needs to be, he refunds less or uh, make his Q damage scale harder with his, or scale more just off of base levels than with ratios or other things like that. Yeah, there's just a lot in this kit. Um, so a bit of damage off, it's nice, but like, I, I, I agree. Some other things could have been done. Is, uh, or nerf uh, shield bash, and then you'd nerf him directly. Mm. Because I mean, a lot of, there's not many other champions that take shield bash, but all of them who take it can use it really well. Like Camille with shield bash is nuts. Um, Cassante takes Poppy it. Poppy takes shield bash. Yeah, he definitely can. I would think he would want to take demolish, demolish more often. Yeah. But he can definitely take it. Poppy takes it, and it hits like I take it on Poppy. It hits like a truck. Um, there's not a lot of champions that can reliably use a shield and use it offensively like that, but he is one of them. So that would be another way that they could go about it. I like the idea of changing his, uh, like giving a refund on his W. Or like more, I guess. 
Well, so he currently has a refund. Yeah. Still. I guess yeah. I, they, I mean, what they like, buffed it. They made it scale. Yeah. It was forty to now it's forty to fifty. Yeah. I mean, it rewards like good play. Like the better you are, the better you're rewarded. So that's kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. But I don't know. I think. I think this is just like I think like you're saying a weird. Like seems like a weird change, but I guess they did have the. They buffed the what the EP on it last. Last time they they the health on it last time. Uh, they got they okay. lowered the base and then put it to three to five. Yeah, now that's it's right. In the middle at four. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I like the partial revert. If they're trying things, then this is what they do. They tone back some of the buffs, and then if this doesn't work to where they want to get them, then they hit other things. Yeah, it's a proper way to go about it. Yeah, I think. It is. Yeah, and he's still not like it's not like he was gutted. Like he's still good top. He like you were saying like the. I still think that Senna. Tom Kinch is strong together. Like, it's just a nice small nerf. Yeah, fifty-five percent win rate, ADCs, like which is, is this patch. That's still insane. And all those games that's would still, be with Senna, but still. Yeah, how many of those are not with Senna would be the real question. Probably almost zero. Yeah. Yep. And the problem there, I don't think, is him. I think it's Senna. No, definitely. It just you get so much value to the souls. Yep. Okay, well, the last change we have of champions are champion like normal changes are Ziggs. So Ziggs' is armor has gone down by four, and the basic attack frame was 20.8%. Now it's 20%, so his windup is a little faster, and he has a little less armor. This has resulted in bot lane, his win rate going down by uh, a tenth of a percent. And his pick rate has actually gone down, but that could just be some of those Ziggs players aren't playing right now. They're really just trying to make him a little more vulnerable to to AD matchups, and then smoothing out the number on basic attack frame. So this technically is probably a, a nerf overall, but it's more of just a. I mean, it is a nerf, but it's not a nerf by much. I don't think. Um, any thoughts on Ziggs? Nah, I don't really have a whole lot. To, I mean, this is just. I'm pretty minor, I think. Yeah. It is minor. Um, I do like the base armor going down just for that early game because they did buff his like his cube by a lot in my opinion. So like, I guess this is a little hit yeah, at him. Yeah, with the the detonation range. Oh, it's yeah. it's massive now. It is. Yep. Okay, so that's the last that we have of champion changes. Then we have some. Well, we have champion. A whole bunch of champions are getting attack speed changes. So. Um, I'll just read part of the blurb here. So this patch, we've taken a broad sweep across every champion that can reasonably be considered a mage and notice that many of them have weak feeling basic attacks. While we don't expect most of these champions to feel as snappy as marksmen or to basic attack as well as they do, it's important that some something they do hundreds of times a game feels good, even if it doesn't represent much of their power. So they're bringing up basic attack windups to a new baseline. They're bringing up missile speed as well, and they're uh, trying to alleviate the desire to run attack speed shards on mages who don't have any inherent attack speed synergies with their kit through modifying their level 1 attack speed and attack speed ratios. So that's what they're trying to do, is give mages the ability to not have to take that attack speed shard in the runes. So... Um, I'll just read through all of these, and we can talk about them as a class, because there's a lot of them. Uh, so Ari... Uh, attack wind up 20.1% to 
attack speed ratio is now 0.625. Her base attack speed is unchanged. Her attack speed growth is up by 0.2%. Anivia basic base attack speed has gone up to 0.658. Annie base attack speed is now 0.61 from 0.579. The attack speed ratio has gone up by like half or by 0.5, so it's now 0.625. And the basic attack missile speed is now 1500. Annie has really slow autos. Um, Cassiopeia, basic attack missile speed up to 1500. Heimerdinger, basic attack, uh, base attack speed up to 0.658. The attack windup is now 20%. Ivern, attack windup is now 20%. And the attack animations um, restored an alternate attack animation, which will be used 25% of the time for regular attacks and every time for critical attacks. Okay, weird. Um, Karthus, base attack missile speed, 1500. LeBlanc, base attack speed up to 0.658. Attack speed ratio up from 0.4 to 0.625. Attack speed growth down, though, for her from 2.2% to 1.5%. Lissandra, base attack speed growth increased up to 1.5%. Nico, the attack windup is now 20%. It was 21.5. Oriana, base attack missile speed up to 1500. Rumble, basic attack wind up from 22.9 to 20%. Rise, base attack speed increase 0.658. Singed, getting up to his attack speed. Base and the ratio are both up to 0.625, and his attack wind up's now 20. Uh, Syndra, base attack speed 0.658. Talia, base attack speed 0.658. Timo, missile speed increase up to 1500. Attack wind up 20%. TF, Attack wind up up to 20. Vigor, missile speed auto up to 1500. Velkaz, um, zero. Uh, his base attack speed is now 0.643, which are the 23rd through 25th digits of pi they put in the parentheses here. And his attack speed growth, 1.59%, which are the 4th through 6th digits of pi. Uh, Zareth, base attack frame 20%, base attack speed 0.658. And now uses both attack animations equally instead of 75% one of them, 25% the other time. Zillion, uh, missile speed up to 1500 and the base attack speed 0.658. Zoe, base attack speed up to 0.658. So the mage class as a whole got attack speed increases writ large as we read through. Um, I don't think anyone really changes that much on this. But if you guys have any thoughts, I mean, this is the place for it. This is the podcast. So, um, I have a, I have a couple. I find it kind of strange that with Ari, they put down the attack speed scaling because they're trying to get rid of like the Triforce build that yeah. some people go. But they buff the attack speed ratio. And then with LeBlanc, they did or they nerfed it. So that was good. Sorry. Yeah. So it was good that they uh, nerfed it because people are doing that and they want to get rid of it. But with LeBlanc, they increased her attack speed ratio when they're trying to put her back to an AP mage instead of static shiv and whatever weird items LeBlanc players are building. Yeah, they did. They did buff hers, but they did make them so they're the same, so it's uniform across the class. That's fair. Still. But I, I do agree. Like they did a, in both of those cases address the the static shiv triforce in opposite ways. Um, yeah. And then, I'm uh, surprised they put Rumble and Singe in this with like Melees. Yeah, I am. I was surprised with the Rumble one too. Also, like the Ivern one is just kind of funny. And, it is. Yeah, I, I just think that's that's silly. But uh, 
Let's see, the other one. What was the other one that like stood out to me? Uh, I don't know. Like, I guess Teemo. Like, Carthus needed his attacks. It. Basic attack, missile speed already seemed pretty fast to me. Like that, that could just be like Carthus. Yeah, anecdotal to me, but I, I don't know. Uh, I find it weird that they change him because in the blurb they mentioned that they don't really need to change Fiddlesticks or him because they don't auto attack. They do other things. But then they still like change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Plus, with Fiddle, he has a melee and a ranged auto. Like, one of them, if you're close enough, he just hits you with the scythe. The other one, then he throws a wisp or some shit. So, they might be, there might be a background reason why they didn't touch Fiddle. True. Um, Nico top, not, Nico's is very small, but your, uh, your Nico top on hit build, Eric. Uh, slight buff. Slight <laughs> very buff. slight. Same with my support, <laughs> Zoe. Slight buff as well. Beautiful. Two of my niche picks got a touch buffed here. Okay. Um, then there's a couple other things. There's vision adjustments. So reveal radius on attack was 400. Now it's 300. Uh, for reference, if people don't know what that is, um, 300 is about the auto range of Rakan and Lilia. So if that helps, or it's like uh, two and a half Timos distance in any direction. And then the reveal circle duration was 4.5 seconds. Now it's two. So it allows you to you'll be a little less revealed when you're autoing from some place that's fog, and then you're able to dip back into fog faster as well, which is nice to be able to allow people to dip in and out of fog. Yeah, that's a good change, in my opinion, just being able to actually use the fog of war and work with the bushes puts more skill into it. And yeah, and now that it's not 4.5 seconds, you don't necessarily have to, if you're playing support or you're in top lane or something, you could you know, auto step out of the bush and step back in and it completely resets that. Now you could just sit in the bush for another second and then it would go away. Yeah, I never realized that it was 4.5. Yeah, that's a long time. Yep. Uh, and then there's some ping changes as well. So not ping is in your connection. Ping is in pinging on the game. So more celebration. So within 10 seconds of getting an epic objective takedown, all allied pings directed at your team are visible to your team. So that was, or directed at your champion or visible to your team. That was also that was already the case with a takedown, but it is now also the case with an epic objective takedown. It was used to be the case of the champion takedown, I should say. The ping lockout timer has been reverted, so it was 5, 15, 30, 60, 120. Now it's 6, 12, 16, 20, 24. Um, this was originally changed in 13, 19, but they forgot to add it into the patch notes. What this means is if you're spam pinging, then you're stopped for... It used to be five seconds, now it's six seconds. And then if you spam ping again, it goes to 12, and then it goes to 16, then it goes to 20, and then 24, and it stays at 24, as opposed to going up to 120 at the top like it used to before. That's two minutes. Yes. So I, um, I saw a uh, really funny then, clip from, okay. uh, from like, basically of this happening where the, uh, the jungler, Agarin, had, like, he was, like, spamping an objective, and then... He was pushing top, and he couldn't he couldn't ping anything for like two minutes, so he couldn't get his team to help him push top, and they just I guess weren't looking at the mini map at the time, and so he got collapsed on. But like he was trying to to ping assistance, and he just couldn't. 
it's frustrating when you get ping locked out for a long time like that. I've had it happen too. Like it happens to people who are not being toxic. Like that's why they originally put it in was people who are spam pinging for toxicity. But if you're pinging a lot to get your team's attention in a non-toxic way, you can still get ping lockouts. It's really yeah, annoying. It, it really is. Um, and then there's one other thing with the pings. The alert and enemy missing pings can only use three times before being rate limited. So the I think the alert is like the red triangle with an exclamation point in the middle, and then the missing ping is a question mark. So they're doing that, I think, because the question mark is kind of like a toxic thing that people use on top of someone else, whereas, I mean, if we're on the game, we know what that it can be used for. So I get it. I think it's a kind of a bad change though, because like if if I have a I'm playing against a Katarina and she's going bot and she's gonna get two kills, I can only ping three times like that. They might not pay attention where it's like I like to spam ping if I'm if like I know a mid laner's roaming or there's about to be a yeah, gang. I guess you have to you have to do three of those and then swap to a different type of ping. Three alerts, three enemy missing. Hit him with everything. <laughs> you, you gotta hit him with everything. <laughs> I thought like that yeah. was like. I feel like that's the classic toxic one, though, with the enemy missing. Where, like, oh, it is. Yeah, someone does yeah. something bad, and then, like, <laughs> people what start are you, what question are you doing? missing ping on their body. Their body. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so toxic. Yo. Yeah. I find the ping chains all kind of weird. Like, the whole communication that Riot's done, it's like, if people want to not listen to your pings, they can mute you. And it, it's two buttons. Yeah, three buttons. That, that's, like, let people do that instead. That's my thought. That's my thought on it. I mean, it's it's not hard to mute. It's not and hard. I mean, I like for ranked. I like for ranked. I full mute pretty much. Full mute pretty much. So yeah, I I guess I don't really mute at all. Um, but I I know a lot of I mean a lot of people do. Yeah, yeah. I will full mute if I like, get kind of a little frustrated with what's happening in the game, and then I will just. Once I cool down, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ping anybody or do anything dumb. I just I'm I'm mute and like okay I'm, I'm ready I'm here. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay, and then uh, there's some changes to ARAM. There's some changes to Nexus Blitz. I'm not gonna read through them. You can read through them if you want. Their quick play is now live on some regions. They're putting it out. I did just check. It is live in NA, so we can go play that. Um, there are the Okay, so in order to make players who own a, a limited number of champions who have access to quick play, new player specific, uh, new player specific free to play champion rotation is expanded. So now there's a whole bunch of champions that are given for free if you don't own very many of them. Um, players can select Smite starting from Summoner level three as opposed to unlocking it at like level twelve or something normally, which is so dumb. Uh, quick play first surrender, yeah, they go. Th we went through all of that. Um, last time talking through it. And then Eternals will be available on Quick Play in a later patch. They're currently not synced into the system. There are a few bugs that are known in Quick Play and they're displaying them here. So be aware, some Quick Play data is, not, is, miss or is missing in the stats. Chroma preferences do not save when swapping to a different skin. And then purchasing a Chroma in the Quick Play lobby consecutively may temporarily lock out Chroma purchasability. Not a big deal, but those are the things to be aware of, folks. Um, the global language select is now, well, this will go live separately from the patch at 10 a.m. Pacific time, uh, November 8th. So this should be available. The only known bug is some international fonts are currently unable to be split in regions that wouldn't normally support them, i.e. NA player selects a Chinese language 
types in and then types in Chinese font, other NA players will see blank messages. So that can happen. Uh, and then there were some bug fixes as well that we noted to go through. So some of these are pretty rough. Um, glad they fixed them. Fixed a bug where if the target of Briar's R is untargetable when it lands, it causes a mass disconnect. <laughs> Problematic. <laughs> good good <laughs> fix. The game. I can't believe that was in the game. Um, fixed a bug where Recurve Bow's tooltip was incorrect. Not sure what it what was incorrect, but it was. Fixed a bug where Briar's auto attacks would become disabled after casting her ultimate. So that's not good. Uh, fixed a bug where if Briar kills Baron with snack attack, that's her W, she gets credit for all Baron-powered minion kills. That was in the game. Um, and then there's also fixed a bug that would cause, cause Renata Glask's passive to instantly kill Zack when an ally attacked a Zack refive blob with her passive debuff. That's nuts. There's also one of those that obviously hasn't been fixed with Melio. So if you use if you kill Zack while he still has his passive available and then he goes into the blob blitz. If you kill him with someone and then Melio is buffing you and your normal auto damage would not have killed him, but the Melio extra burn ticks over and kills him, he immediately dies. The blobs pop out, and then if he happens to spawn while the blobs are still coming together, he'll get teleported back to when the blobs reappear with the percent of health that he would have had. It's fucked up. I saw a video on it on, I think, the YouTube channel is Hextech Lab. So if you ever want to watch some really crazy bug stuff, go check them out. Um, oh, sorry, one last bug thing, and then that's it for bugs. Fix a bug that was causing Jungle Pet's stealth VFX to appear to, to all enemies and also reveal stealth champions. Yeah, that was a bad like that one. Was in the game. Yeah, that, was that happened to me a few times. Just sitting in a bush, and then they just know where you are. There's no vision. Mm. Yep, yeah. it happened on, like, Evelyn and stuff, or mm -hmm. just anyone that stealth. Yeah, it's so annoying. annoying. Good change. I did. I definitely remember like having a blue trinket down or a ward and then seeing like a little blue jungle pet running through the river and no one around. I'm like, oh, there's Evelyn. Okay. <laughs> yep. uh, any, any other bug fixes, fixes that you guys saw, saw worth bringing up? Nope. Uh, just one that I thought okay. was like, I'm now seeing that seems just super annoying. is fixed a display bug that caused Varus's Q to always show the line indicator even if the setting for it was disabled. <laughs> like you just had to deal with it. That is annoying. But, yeah. I guess the bottom one. I didn't even. Re I didn't even. I forgot about it. But fixed a bug where the jungle item could be re-added to your inventory after transformation if you use the undo feature in the shop. Be very annoying. That, yeah, unless you keep the upgraded smite and then you could sell it for like whatever how much you can sell it for. I don't know. Though. Infinite yeah. gold glitch. Yeah. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> Another one. Yeah. No bueno there though. No. Heart steel skins yeah. are out on this patch, and then there is breakout true damage echo. So, go check out those skins if you want. I'm not sure how I feel about these skins. Like I've seen some of the skin spotlights. I'm not sure how I feel about them. I've seen the spotlights. Yeah. I feel like the cane one looks like the at least the I've seen it a couple times. The animations look pretty cool, and they sound good. The splash art, I think, is pretty underwhelming, I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, the skins don't really stand out to me. Yeah. I mean, none of the like the pop band or the K-pop bands really stand out too much. Yeah, what, 
I think a lot of these, though, are more targeted at Eastern. Yeah, we were talking about this uh, last night where I think where they really messed up on a big money-making opportunity is uh, KDA all-out barred. (laughs) (laughs) True, true. Yeah, where's Bard? Hard steel Bard. (laughs) That would be so cool. Just him, and then what? In the video, video, he just goes goes into the microphone and just yeah, just meets. Oh, the meep singing a chorus. Oh my god, that would be amazing. In the harmony in the background, maybe. What about uh, KDA all out Ramus? (laughs) The lights, the light shines on him. Ramus. That would be incredible. <laughs> yeah, get all the one-liners in there. Get Malphite, too. <laughs> Rock solid. <laughs> we could probably get, like, if we knew enough, put enough information into some AI and have the that spit out. Like, the worst champions to be in a band. And Chat GPT. <laughs> worst, yeah, worst lead champions to be in a boy band. <laughs> Uh, I think Lee Sin would be funny because he would just like walk off the stage into the crowd <laughs> and not knowing what he's doing. So. Start, start surfing. <laughs> Anyways, Jeez. this is uh, let's call it here. So this has been um, we covered patch thirteen point two two. This is episode six hundred or not six hundred. Jesus, uh, eight hundred and thirty of the Trinity Force podcast. Uh, if you have any feedback for us, please let us know in the feedback thread of the Discord or email us at uh, questions at trinityforcenetwork.com. We also have community nights every Tuesday starting at 7.15 Eastern Standard Time and running for three, four, five hours, depending on the turnout that we get. Uh, Lastly, we have a Patreon, so please check that out if you enjoy the content that we put out. There are uh, a few different tiers that offer different benefits, like early sign-up for tournaments, although we haven't done a tournament in a while. Um, you also get access to some premium episodes earlier than the general public. And, uh, yeah, we'd appreciate any and any, any and everything you're willing to give. But with that, we'll call it here for episode 830. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to our product and being a member of the Trinity Force Network community. If you have a moment, please head over to iTunes and give your favorite show a comment and a rating. If you're so inclined, you can check out all of the other great shows in the network. We've got a wide variety of content from League of Legends to general gaming and role-playing podcasts. If you'd like to follow us on social media, we can be found in Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit under T-Force Network. We've also got a Patreon under that name where you can support your favorite shows with a small donation each month. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you continue to enjoy all of the podcasts, videos, and the community that we provided.